Well, hello there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with, uh, shockingly, another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. And I want to thank you for uh, listening. If you, uh, wherever you download your favorite podcast, Spotify, Apple, all of it. And also you can uh, watch us and listen to it on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that, uh, click that button, subscribe with me because we're going to be churning out some uh, episodes every week now. I want to mention next week, we are very excited. We are going to have uh, author Frank Hayde, who has just released a book, Mafia Dreams, a true crime saga of young men at the end of an era in Kansas City. And so that uh, that book was just released, and we're going to have the author, Frank Hayde, to talk about that, and also uh, Mike Albanese, a good friend of uh, the podcast, who's been on the show before, uh, just after he was released from prison. He is featured in the book, and so we're going to have both of them, and also a, a triumphant return of uh, my father, Steve St. John Sr., all packed into one podcast. Can you believe it? I sure can't. That's going to, uh, we're going to do that next Friday on September 29th, and we should have that posted same day. And so please tune in for that. And then we've got some really uh, great guests coming up between now and the end of the year. But uh, next week, Frank Hayde, uh, Mafia Dreams, a true crime saga of young men at the end of an era in Kansas City. Uh, And so we'll have uh, all that for you on the next episode of Hot Mike with SSJ a week from today. Today's uh, short episode is brought to you by the fucking caffeine in this Diet Dr. Pepper because I am dragging. It has been a long week. Let me. Ah, the nectar of the gods. Thank you so much uh, to Diet Dr. Pepper for making this podcast possible because I just got done with a four-hour radio show, don't you know? But I figured I'd have some fun and tell you about a trip I took last week. I know a lot of people like to go on the road and watch the Chiefs, and I don't get a chance to go on the road and see uh, the Chiefs uh, that much because I'm always busy with work or my family. But I uh, took a trip uh, with a great group of people uh, last week, along with my wife, down to Jacksonville to watch the Chiefs beat the Jags 17-9. to And I don't know if anyone's ever been to Jacksonville to watch a game, uh, but I'll get into that unique experience here in a minute. But flying down there, we left like at, uh, flight took off like at 6.45 a.m. Central on Saturday. So we're flying down Saturday, and then we're going to, you know, land, uh, have a bus take us to our hotel. We're staying at Margaritaville on the beach, on Jacksonville Beach, and then go out for dinner and do some fun stuff, get up the next day, take the bus to the game, go to the game, then take the bus to dinner, and then ride back to the airport and should land around midnight Sunday night slash Monday morning in Kansas City. So down and back and then and then back on the air and ready to roll on Monday at 6 a.m. And so my own, the only problem was, everyone knows I'm a big Mizzou fan, and so the Mizzou-K-State game was scheduled to kick off at 11 Central, 12 o'clock noon Jacksonville time. And so we land and the game had already started and we were delayed a little bit and I was fucking pissed. Uh, But I got my phone and a week earlier under the advisement of Mr. Todd Lebo, 
I decided to take the leap and go with YouTube TV after some him and hawn, and I was on the fence for a while. And so then I got the Sunday ticket and Red Zone and all this stuff. And so then after, like, a couple of days, I was, like, totally in love with YouTube TV and realized, you know, how stupid am I? Why have I waited so long, right? And so we're there, and thankfully, on my phone, I got YouTube YouTube TV with uh, SEC Network, so we... You know, nobody checked in bags, and so we go right to the shuttle, and I grab my phone, and I start watching the game, and it gives you the option, join live or watch from the beginning. Let me watch from the beginning, so I didn't miss anything. And so, of course, I saw the first touchdown drive where a deflected pass went into the arms of the K-State receiver, and I'm like, fuck this. This is this sounds like typical. This could be a Mizzou loss where some bullshit happens, whatever. But then Mizzou came right back. Long touchdown to Luther Burden, and so I was feeling it. And so uh, watching the game on the bus and then, you know, pause it, get to where I need to be, check in at Margaritaville, which, by the way, is fucking beautiful. Awesome place to stay. If you ever go to Jacksonville, Margaritaville was wonderful. Right on the beach. The beach was beautiful. Right next to the Jacksonville Pier. I loved it. I want to go back, uh, take my family, just go there to Margaritaville and stay on the beach and not go anywhere else because there's a whole bunch of places within the walking distance to stay by the pier and just enjoy the ocean and some relaxation. And so we're there, but of course, and my, and my wife, you know, we don't ever go to the ocean. We don't travel that much. And she's like, you know, I've been telling her, we're going to go to the ocean. We're going to go right on the beach right when we get there. Um, but the game is close and the game is good. And I get everything hooked up with, uh, with the, the TV in the hotel room and it's, you know, by by the time we're all settled in the room and I'm watching her on the TV in the hotel, it's, you know, it's like a fucking tie game in the third quarter or some shit. And she looked at me. She was getting ready, put her swim, swimsuit on and everything else. She's getting ready. And then gets into the fourth quarter. And then she looks at me. She looks at her watch. She goes, we're not going to the fucking beach, are we? I look at her and said, yes, we are. As soon as this game is over, I promise. She's heard that. A million times in her life with me. As soon as this game's over, and I bet I'm, I promise you, she's she wishes she wishes she's heard that for the fucking last time, right? But even she's getting into it. It's like such an exciting game, and so it gets down to the end. We all know what happened. Uh, you know they're getting ready to kick the field goal to win it, and Mizzou has the penalty that puts it back to sixty-one yards. And I know I'm cussing loud enough the entire floor of the hotel can hear me. And I've, I've said this before. I'm fine watching Chiefs games. I, I, get, I get quiet watching Chiefs games. I'm trying to analyze stuff and, and think about how I'm going to talk about it on the air. So I don't really say much during Chiefs games. During Mizzou football games, I act like a fucking lunatic, and I don't know why. I get so emotional. It just, it, it, I, I wear everything on my sleeve. And so I've been uh, sentenced to a life of watching Mizzou football games by myself in my office alone, and then, like, the kids don't even want to watch it with me. Phil will, at, at, you know, sometimes, and then, like, he's worn out. And then if it's, like, a close game, then he kind of wants to get out of there because he knows that it could get ugly. And so, and I'm not yelling. I'm just yelling at the TV, questioning things and everything else. And so, I, and I'm, 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 I'm feeling it now. This, I mean, this is a big game. This is Mizzou and K-State and all the shit that K-State had talked leading up to it and, you know, and all the – a bad, you know, m- not bad, but Mizzou would look kind of mediocre in the first two games. And, you know, 
didn't feel great about going into the game, but here they are with a chance to win with a kick, and they have a fucking delay game penalty that moves them back five yards. And I'm like, why? So then I think they're going to try a, uh, a Hail Mary, and I'm like, don't try a Hail Mary. Go with the big leg, the thicker kicker. That thick leg can kick that far, baby. And so right when he's getting ready to kick it, I look at my wife and I tell her, for all the bullshit ways that Mizzou has lost games, you think the last year when Mevis missed that chip shot against Auburn and then Nate Pete dropped the fucking ball going to the end zone for a game-winning touchdown? I mean, when, when does that happen? You know, the, the the bizarre bullshit with the with the punt that was snapped over the punter's hit against Kentucky and then Mizzou gets flagged for hitting the punter, whatever. I'm not getting into it. And then we can go fit down, kickball, whatever. We could flea kicker. All these different things, right? The, the game against South Carolina at home and the whatever. So I just looked at her and I said, for all of these things that have happened, that have led to these bizarre, gut-wrenching, heartbreaking losses. Can't the football gods just put all that into this kid's leg in this one kick and 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 give us a win here? Can you imagine if he makes this kick? They snap the ball. He kicks that ball. And right when he kicks it, I'm like, because <gasps> it just, I mean, it, it, it looked like you wanted it to look like. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can tell right away when a guy kicks it, it's not going to be good. And, I mean, it, the ball keeps going. The ball keeps going. And I look and see someone jumping up and down in Mizzou gear behind the, the goalpost. And and here comes the refs and the, the guy on play-by-play on SEC, SEC Network. You know, it's good. And I'm jumping up and down, and I'm screaming. And I, I, I have a filthy fucking mouth, and I'm sorry. And I try to keep it clean on the air. I try to keep it clean as much as I can. In public, I think I do, but I was in my room, but I'm in, and I haven't really jumped very much. I'm not a jumper since I had back surgery, so I try to be careful. And I start jumping up and down. He made the fucking kick. He made the kick. I'm throwing shit. My own stuff, nothing from the hotel room, no, no charges. And so, uh, and then I see flag, and they said flag. And I'm like, you better not. You better, I'm, and I'm, I don't even know who I'm threatening with this. You better not. And you see the officials huddling. And I had told my wife earlier, uh, I said, if Missouri wins this game, I'm, I'm just going to run into the ocean. She goes, you are not. You'll hurt your back. I said, I'm fucking running in the ocean. And apparently there's like riptide warnings. And on my weather app, and even when they checked in the hotel, hey, if you plan on going down to the beach, riptide warnings, I don't fucking know. I'm not, I'm not from a beach town. What, what is that to me? And so I'm asking some people that, yeah, you better not go out, you know, and if you do, you just better get your feet wet. Don't go out too far because that's really super dangerous. When they have a riptide warning down here, you don't want no part of that. And I told my wife, if Missouri wins this game, fuck that riptide. I'm running into the ocean. I'm jumping in there. You are not. Yes, I am. And so they win, and I'm jumping up and down, kind of tweak my back, but that's how it was worth it. I said, let's go. Where's my swim trunks at? She says, you are not. I said, I am. And so we get down there. <laughs> we go down to the beach. And, uh, and so the first we went to the pier. She wanted to go to the pier. I said, I've got, to, I've got to keep my word with the football gods. All right? I made a deal. And so we get out there, and I run my fat ass out to the uh, – she took some pictures. And so I'll send, maybe I'll send you some pictures, uh, Ben. You can post on this thing. 
And I run out there waving the number one, even though, you know, beating K-State, does that mean you're number one? But I felt like I was number one in, on that day, on that after, on that given afternoon. So I run out there and jump in there. And so I go out a little bit further than I should. And here comes this big fucking wave. And let me tell you something, that riptide ain't no fucking joke. Because it took me and my back all like, back, oh, I go, oh, shit, my back. And like, I got no strength. I can't do this. This is too powerful. This is the ocean. Idiot. Right? <laughs> And so I go, I make my way back in there, and my wife was recording it, and she and she had that look like, you big dummy. And I said I made it back, and I kept my word with the football gods, and now right right now I feel alive, and I feel one with the earth, and so that I I so that's how I experienced, the Mizzou win in Jacksonville, so we go out, we have a great night, great dinner, get up the next day, had an awesome brunch i had this uh crab cake benedict that i i shit you not i'm i wake up thinking about that every day this week i've thought about it it was so wonderful at this place called uh casa marina right there on the jacksonville beach it was so delicious and so in a in a uh had a little bit of uh, cranberry juice with uh with champagne because that's the way i roll when i'm on the road people um a mimosa. And so uh, we get ready to go to the game. And that morning on Sunday, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I had like a like a Chiefs coach's quarter zip that's that material that like makes you sweat and keeps you sweat inside you. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. And I wore some like gray, uh, like thin, like kind of like coach's pants or whatever. Like I was fucking getting coached special teams for the game. And we went out and ate brunch, and within 15 or 20 minutes, I have sweated through everything. So I had to go change and put some shorts on, and I wore a, a Chiefs, uh, illicit Chiefs T-shirt. What up, illicit? And so um, we go to the game. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm not going to spend too much time bad-mouthing the Jacksonville Stadium or their fans or their game day experience, but it makes going on the road in an environment like that make – made me and anyone that was there should make you appreciate what we have in Arrowhead Stadium even more. Arrowhead, we take it for granted. The the tailgating, the scene of the parking lot, uh, the game day atmosphere, the game day production, the team intros, everything, every fucking thing is fantastic especially when you compare it to what a game day in Jacksonville is. Parking lots suck. Stadium sucks. The whole game day, uh, you know, production sucks. And I'm sorry if you're from Jacksonville or whatever, and you might, the, the, whatever they do on third down, and when they do this chant, they'll put a player up there on fucking video board when it's third down, and it's, it's in Duval County. And he goes, Duval! And the crowd goes, Duval! And I mean to tell you, by the third quarter, I'm like, shut the fuck up, would you please? If I never hear Duval again in my life, I'll be happy. Because that's it. That's all, that's, all, that's all they got. Over and over and over and over. And the lady in front of us screaming, and she turned around and screaming at us. Like, we're fucking playing the game. I'm, I, and I was... Very cognizant. I see all these videos 
from NFL stadiums and people getting in fights, and that is not going to be me. And I told my wife, and many times it's it's the women getting in fights. So that's not going to be her. Anyone says anything to us, we look away. No, Don't make no eye contact, ha, 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 whatever. We're not getting into it. And there were Jacksonville fans that were looking to engage. All right? And this lady would turn around and look at us. The field's there. She's turning around and she's Duval! I'm like, I don't, lady, I don't know what you want me to do with this. I don't know how you want me. I mean, do you, am I supposed to, like, mm, you know, chop her or something like that? Like, one time I did chop, and, she, you know, she got mad, whatever. And so that's already started. And then there's one, I want to see he's in mid-20s, this kid. Great fan, but did not shut up the entire game, screaming things at the Chiefs. Kept saying, you know, happy birthday, Mahomes, after every bad play. I got to give it to him. He had tremendous endurance because I thought there's no way this is going to last more than a quarter. But he never stopped. I don't know how he kept his voice and kept, kept shouting the most ridiculous things. And so I was like right in the middle of it, of these two people shouting at me, which was fine. It's a football game. I get it. But then... There was a, a person, there was a couple that was not part of our group who were sitting next to us. It was me and then my wife and this older man, Justin Cheesegear and his wife. And this guy wanted the heat. This guy was, he might have been in his 60s, but he was looking to get in some altercation, at least verbally, with Jacksonville fans. And I was trying to make it clear to people around me that I was not with him because I don't want any collateral damage coming my way. And I don't want to be guilty by association. And this guy's letting him have it. This guy's telling me, you ain't got no rings. We got the MVP. Jacksonville sucks. And he's going. And, and so then Jawan, <laughs> Jawan Taylor starts having all these penalties. And this fucking guy is like, we, you, we need to leave Jawan Taylor in Jacksonville. He sucks too. He, he, was, I, he didn't appear to me to be enjoying the game. He was very angry, right? But he was bringing heat back to us. And so I was, like, trying to steer this lady in front of us to Duval him instead of Duval and me because that was, that was the one that was with all the inflammatory comments. I'm just sitting there trying to watch this damn game. And so all the while, by the way, we sit in our seats, and there are no clouds, and we were told there was probably going to be rain. There's going to be rain during the game. So we got rain ponchos. There was no fucking rain during that game. But what there was was the sun was beating down. And it, look, I ain't, I've been in some hot environments, right? I can deal with the heat okay. I'd rather deal with the cold. You can get warm from the cold. It's hard to get cool when it's hotter than hell, especially when you're sitting in the stadium full of football fans. That ain't football weather, all right? It was so fucking hot in there. And it wasn't just the heat. It, it was muggy. Uh, the the it, it was it was just like a fucking you felt like you were in a sweat blanket, right? And we were about an hour away from Gainesville. They called that the swamp for a reason, and it's just the humidity and the moisture in the air was suffocating, along with the heat. And they said the temperature on the field was like 110 or whatever, but it was just like there was nothing you could do. There's nowhere you could go, and the sun was just beating down on you. And all these everyone and by the end of the first quarter. We had sweated through our clothes, which is not an enjoyable experience when you're trying to watch a football game. I mean, it was like the same sensation of somebody just dumped a bucket of water on me, right? But I'm in it to win, and I need to see the Chiefs win their first game of the year. 
And so we make it through the first quarter. Halfway through the second quarter, I'm this close saying, fuck this, we're going to go back on the bus. But I'm not going to go out that way. So I say, look, here's our, here's our, here's our, uh, here's what we're going to do. Here's our strategy. With about four or five minutes left in the, in the second quarter, we're going to leave our seats. We're going to go out there into the concession area and we're going to beat people to the concession stand. We're going to get our, you know, get our Powerade, get our water, get whatever, get a snack or something to keep us hydrated and to keep us, you know, get us ready for the second half. And then we'll stay out there, and then when everyone comes in from the stands, for uh, off out of the stands for halftime, we'll go back up when it's empty and try to you know, move around, maybe get a breeze or whatever, and then we'll be locked in and ready for the second half. Well, everyone else had the same idea too. So we get down there, and it's a fucking meat market packed. And there's no sun, but what there is is there's wall-to-wall fucking stinky people. And let me tell you, there's some people that I'm going to go ahead and guess – Yes, maybe the sweat caused it, but I'm going to guess maybe they didn't take a shower that fucking day. Whatever. I'm just telling you, it was a lot of, there's a fucking lot of stink. <laughs> a lot of stink. And you, you can't get away from it because there's no, like, where to go. You know, people, 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 people sweat. And so we finally found a place, Ben, that's like a cool zone. You get cool zone, right? You know why they call it the fucking cool zone? Because it's, it's off away from where the concession area is. And before you go down the, the ramp or go down the escalator... Fan, 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 like seven fans across, big-ass fans across the top of the wall, and then you can stand there, and the idea is great. The fans blowing on you, but guess what? You know what the problem was with the fucking cool zone down there? Not one fan was on. They're all off and unplugged. I don't even think they were. <laughs> I'm not sure that they were. They didn't look. They looked like maybe they were installed in the 80s. All right. So there's so everyone goes to the cool zone. There's no cool zone. There's no. They, they, they look good. There's there's a bunch of fans there, but there's none of them are on. All right. So we drink our water. We get our food. Everything else. We go back up there for the for the second half. And, and peep, there's, there were plenty of people who decided, you know, fuck this, we're done. All right? Not Chiefs fans. One side of the stadium was all red. And we go back up there. But guess who did come back up there? Duval woman and the fucking man who never stops fucking yelling and talking during the entire game. They're both back. They ain't going anywhere. Right? Great. And, of course, my guy to the right who's trying to start a fight with every fucking Jacksonville fan in the stadium. And so we get to the second half, and it was never really – like the Chiefs had control of the game, obviously. It was never quite comfortable enough to where you could, you know, you feel like, oh, we're going to win. This game's over. A couple of times in the fourth quarter when they got stops, and then till, and finally until the big pass play to Sky Moore at the end of the game, and then, you know, they got the ball down there. And, I, and, and Duvall still coming at me and everything else. And then when the, he real and then she's and then all of a sudden she's mad because then she realizes they're actually gonna, Jacksonville's actually going to lose the game. The lady in front of me, you know, and and she's like, and and, and so this guy over here is, like, we got Mahomes MVP, you know, and finally she had had. She goes, I don't give a fuck who you have, and then it's on. I go, oh boy, and then at that point, <laughs> in the aisle, here comes a guy in jean shorts, 
with no shirt on, covered in tattoos, and this dude looks straight out of an episode of Cops. He comes, like, running. I think he ran, like, a 4 or 540. He comes running up the stairs with, like, three Jacksonville police officers chasing him. And we're like, oh, here we go. And they got him down on the ground up on top. You got that going on. You got the lady in front of me that had enough of the guy next to me. And she's saying, you know, I... I don't give a fuck if we lost my home and just going off. And then the guy behind me, he's mad that Jacksonville lost. And he's, he's, I don't, I don't know why he's yelling at me. I still haven't said anything. And then he's yelling, you'll see us in February. You'll see us in February. That's all right. You'll see us in February. You'll see us. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, I don't think you're getting your timing right because February is the Super Bowl and AFC, AFC, we can't play or whatever. And so I just took, just kindly to direct him and correct him. I turned around. I said, no, you'll see us on TV in February because that's the Super Bowl. Ooh. Oh, he didn't like that. And, like, Susan kind of elbows me in the arm. She's like, you know, she's like, I thought you weren't going to say, I go, hey, I've been, I've been pummeled for almost four hours now. At least give me that. And so then the people that were in front of us get up and they start to leave and the clock's ticking. And at this point, Mahomes looks to all the Kansas City fans is going like this, right? And I'm like, oh, Mahomes wants me to say something. That's my quarterback. I got to say something to defend his honor on his birthday. So as all the people that are the Duvall, I call them the, the, the Duvalls. I hope their last name was Duvalls because that's all they said the entire fucking game. They start walking down the stairs. I shouldn't have done it, but I said, I, <laughs> I'm like, Duvall! And they turn around. It's you motherfucker. I said, hey, I said it one time, and you're MFing me, and you said it the entire game, and I put up with it. Duval. I said, have a safe trip home, Duval. And that was it. And that was the so that was the end of the game. But let me tell you, I get and I've got plenty to lose. Had to have lost three or four pounds of sweat in that game. It was unfucking believable. I can't believe they're down there playing football and this stuff, right? And so then, I don't know, we walked a couple of miles to the car. All these people are pissed. And there was a, a tremendous, and we've all smelled it in concerts and games, a tremendous thick smell of weed everywhere. And, like, they weren't even hiding it. Jacksonville's answer to losing a close defensive struggle to the Chiefs was to just fucking blaze up and get high as possible. Because everywhere you look, there's just fucking people smoking weed. And it was like you're walking, you're getting contact high. And I'm not complaining, fine. But I'm like, is anyone going to hide it at all? Are are we good with this? Okay, Florida, let's go. And so we're walking through that. And it was uh, walking through, again, the parking lot and everything else makes me so grateful for what we have here in Kansas City, with the game day experience, with the tailgating, with the game day ops, with everything, the presentation, all of it, top-notch, A+. And I think sometimes we take it for granted until you go on the road and see what a shit show that is. Because that was like going to a college game, you know, and they've done some shit. I don't know, what's the name of the – you know what the name of the stadium is? The bank or some bank stadium? And so, like, when the defense comes out – some guy goes, it's time to lock the bank down. Everything's fucking corny and Duval and everything else. But the Chiefs got to win. Made it out of there in one piece. 
We went to some pizza place and had fantastic pizza. But then the problem, <laughs> the problem is everyone is sweaty and stinky, and we can't go clean up anywhere. I mean, I, some of, you, could, you could possibly go into the – Lebo will appreciate this – Perhaps go into the bathroom and take a horse bath in the sink. But I'm not doing that at a pizza parlor. And so then we make it back to the airport. Everyone's sweaty and stinky, but we're winners, all right? And we're leaving Duval now victorious. Get on the plane. Get back at midnight. Final gripe. Airport, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why is it so difficult to pick people up at the new airport? The new airport's beautiful. The new airport's fabulous. Yes, you could shop, you can get your haircut, you can go get something to eat, you could do all kinds of fucking things. You can stand on your head, but I guess one thing you can't do is fucking pick anyone up in a timely fashion at this airport. And I'm thinking like a dummy, oh, it's going to be Saturday night, Sunday or Sunday night, Monday morning at midnight. And, you know, my son, Phil, who, used, who worked at the airport this summer, so he's knowledgeable of everything that goes on out there. He'll be able to pick us up. We'll be good. Maybe five minutes. No. No, 45 fucking minutes before he could even get in. And he was, before he said, he was at the cell lot where he's supposed to be. I call him when I get off the plane. We didn't check any bags. We walked right up there. He couldn't get to where the, he picks us up for 45 minutes. All hell was breaking loose. There was one police officer out there yelling at people. People almost were fucking running him over. There were people that were refusing to maintain lanes. There was a, a police car with sirens, apparently for no reason, that a lane blocked off, all hell was breaking loose. So I don't know. You tell me, what's the problem with picking people up at this airport? You can send me an email at SSJWHB. We're on the fucking air, Danny, and he just walks right in in the middle of my fucking podcast. That's a lack of respect I get it, but I love Danny Cleanscale. <laughs> Shout out to that cameo. How about that? But I'm going to tell you, Hi. I don't fucking get it. I get it. All these bells and whistles. Can someone figure out a way to pick people up at this airport. That's all I'm asking. The cell lot, whatever it is, I'm not smart enough to, 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 to have any answers. So the people that are smarter than me, which is a lot of them, you can send me an email. Stephen says down at 810WHB.com, whatever. Comment on this YouTube. Why is it such a fucking problem to get picked up at this airport? That's all I'm asking. I love you, Kansas City. I love you, airport. I do not love you, Duval. I love the Jacksonville Beach. I love Margaritaville. I'll go down there and stay again. I will sweat my ass off, but I love it because I can jump in the ocean, hopefully with no riptide. But if Missouri wins another game like that, I'll jump in the ocean again. But uh, all in all, fantastic trip. If the Chiefs were lost, I'd have been pissed. But the Chiefs won. Go to Jacksonville. Go to Margaritaville. Go on the beach. And if you fucking go to the game, wear a tank top and be prepared for people to scream the county that they're in over and over in your face. And if you can handle that, you'll have a great time. That's it. This uh, I just hit the microphone. I'm so fired up. That's it for this episode of Hot Mic with SSJ. We'll be back next week. Until then, the microphone is off.